Time keeps on leaving and we keep on moving. When do we pass on our wisdom to the youth? My veteran story lost our discussions. Fireside chats with the bourbon or two. It's time to hear the story by military veterans. Get yourself ready. It's the Lost Arts Podcast. The Lost Arts with Andrew Cox. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Lost Art Podcast, that podcast that gives a voice to our veterans. I am your host, Andrew Cox, and today I am joined by a couple of good buddies of mine. They uh, were on one of the uh, fireside chats recently. Uh, please welcome back Stacy and Aaron. How y'all doing? Good, good. So good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. I'm I'm excited. It's it makes it fun whenever you guys are on here for sure. <laughs> you don't have to talk to yourself. That's right. I you know I, I answer myself too. I think that's part of the problem. They say that's what uh, that's how you know you're crazy. Isn't that right? You answer yourself. It no? depends. Do you give yourself good advice? Ooh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Probably not, but so yeah, that that would definitely make me crazy then. <laughs> oh, so how you guys been doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. We're on but... a long holiday weekend. Oh, it's pretty right, cold up right. here in our nation's capital. Uh huh. I got a warm fire going. Yeah, Tasty a beverage. Real fire. Yeah, real one. That's the way it should go, right there. When, and and nice, nice and cold up there. What were you saying, like the thirties? Oh yeah, thirties. Snow expected. Everyone's hunkering down. Nice. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Uh, how are things down there? Not, not as cold. Uh, it cooled off a little bit. Um, yeah. Like I was telling you earlier, a couple of days ago, it was up in the eighties. So. It's 50s and 60s down here in Florida now. That sounds crazy to me. I don't know why. <laughs> I've never really lived in Florida, so I don't really understand it. And and you won't, but when you come to visit, uh, I would recommend you come to visit probably not in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. I have gone down there in the summertime uh, when we went to Disney uh, World, right? Disney World down there. And I thought I was going to die. It was stupid hot. Yeah, it was crazy. Absolutely insane. So um, we're going to talk today about friends and family. So the importance of friends and the importance of family. So I, you know, let's start with, uh, you want to start with friends or family? Let's start with family. Family? All right. Um, so yeah, I, family to me, very important, right? Uh, I always say that, uh, the big green machine called the Marine Corps is going to keep on rolling and we have to, uh, make sure that we're taking care of our family and really honing in on family to make sure that, cause they're going to be there whenever we're out of the Marine Corps. Right. Uh, so we have to make sure that they're taken care of and that we have a good relationship with family. Um, that's kind of my take on it, and that's that's the advice I give, anyways. 
Yeah, and I, I want to say I remember, Andrew, whenever you gave that advice to someone, and that was the first that I had heard of that, too. So I kind of – I know you were giving me that advice to give to someone else, but I took that, too. And you're so right, is if we're not taking care of our family and looking out for them and doing what's right by them, the Marine Corps is not always going to be there. Yeah. And so whenever the Marine Corps is not there anymore – who do we have? And I think Aaron, right now, you're, you know, you're retired already. Andrew's almost retired. Mm-hmm. One day I will be, but so, I think someday. taking a look at what your family is first. to you. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, when are you getting promoted? Um, I think my number's coming up in May. May? Yeah. And you and Rob are about the same time? Yeah, he's number 44 and I'm number 45. So for everybody that doesn't know, uh, Stacy is a master sergeant in the United States Marine Corps working up in the capital region. She's doing, um, is it funeral director? Mm-hmm. Yeah, funeral director up there. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that real quick? So as a funeral director, all Marines that are buried uh, in Arlington National Cemetery, um, we oversee all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Arlington is pretty much my my office. Right. Yeah. And you're there pretty much all day, just about every day. All day, almost every day. I had, uh, on Friday, I did four funerals on Friday. Wow. Uh, so that was a busy day. Last week alone, we had 15 services that we covered. So you said 15? 15. Yep. I have to, I have to admit, uh, having started my career up there, uh, I believe that's definitely more than I ever did in one day. But I do, I do remember those days uh, where, like you said, you, you may have, may or may not have time to get breakfast, and then you head over to Arlington National Cemetery and you pretty much spend the day there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. From, so for uh, so Stacy is getting promoted. She was selected for Master Gunnery Sergeant. She'll be getting promoted in May time frame. Uh, something like that. Uh, other good buddy Rob was also selected. He should be getting promoted about the same time. Uh, so that's that's a pretty cool deal. Uh, and then Aaron, Aaron just retired. Was it last year you retired or the year before? Yeah, I retired. Uh, well, no, I guess it was the year before. <laughs> yeah, because we're in the new year, buddy. October, October of 2022. It, it doesn't seem like that long ago. <laughs> yeah, it's like you blink and all, all of a sudden it's two years later. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, Aaron retired, uh, retired mass art, was in the MAGTAF community, uh, the, I'm sorry, MAGTAF planner community. Um, so what, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So uh, the MAGTAF planner community is made up, well, more specifically, there's some officer um, MOSs that are um, – they're not primary MOSs, but they're billet MOSs for, for officers to go into. But the enlisted MAGTAF planner is from private to master gunnery sergeant. Uh, and they basically support the operational plans yeah. uh, and force deployment communities uh, within the Marine Corps. Very nice. And you're currently down in Florida. That's where you're retiring, but you're still helping out the MAGTAF planner community. So, yes, I I retired, came back. Well, actually, before I came up there and uh, served uh, with you fine Marines, uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I was stationed down here at 
Marine Forces Central Command. So right next right. to CENTCOM in Tampa at the Dale Air Force Base. Um, so I got orders up there to the schoolhouse. We fell underneath you, the School of Music. Yeah. For a short period of time there. And um, I decided, I guess, at that point that uh, it was time to move on. So I, I went ahead and retired out of there. And when I retired, I got a job. Uh, working on a the project that's actually working on a system to replace the old system that we used in the community. Yeah, so cool. it's it's been interesting to say the least. Yeah, I thought I knew a lot while I was running the schoolhouse there, but I've learned a lot more <laughs> since then because you you get exposed to a lot more of the external systems that that communicate with the system that we used. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I I I basically started talking to you guys about what's happening in your life a little bit and a little backstory on you because speaking of family my wife got on my case because of the last uh fireside chat that we had i just mm -hmm. introduced you as stacy and aaron i i did not explain who you were uh, <laughs> why you were there um why people should listen to you um you know so I apologize. I suck, and hopefully you guys can forgive me, and we can move on. What? Well, Andrew, the critiques never stop. Um, <laughs> even when you're retired, you still get critiqued. Even Is that right? You, oh, even man. though you think you've earned it all. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I'm happy about it now. I'm a little worried. <laughs> no, but I wanted to take the time to introduce you guys properly. And uh, so people know who we're talking to and, and all that stuff. And now a little, little better context. Yeah, def definitely appreciate it. And since, since you know, we kind of got onto that topic about career and then I moved into retirement and we're talking about family, you're absolutely right. Your family gets you back after the, the Marine Corps or whatever service you're in uh, is done with you. Yeah. And when I say done with you, like they use you and abuse you. So <laughs> when you retire, give all your time to your family as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. Like, and even, you know, while you're in, they oh, yeah. sacrifice so much, you know, like you were up here, uh, without your family for like two years and, yes. uh, you know, that's a rough go, you know, you got to go back and travel back and forth, but still, I mean, you're, you're missing out on a lot. And you look back over your career and all the amounts of time that you were deployed or, you know, you've just gone TAD somewhere or whatever. I mean, that's a lot of time you spend away from family. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you do. You miss out on those little things. Uh, you know, anytime you get separated, both of y'all and understand that you know, yeah. during deployments, it's, it's the same thing. You know, again, you mentioned I was separated for two years, but that was stateside and I could go home on long weekends or take and typically go home whenever I wanted to. But, you know, when you're deployed, it's not that easy. So, yeah, they definitely sacrificed. Yeah. What do you think, Stacey? Well, I think even when I was there, too, you know, even though I was not married yet, but being separated from i think we were engaged at the time it was yeah. still he was up here i was down there and it made it really hard to get established in a new uh place in a new routine without family or at least yeah. in my case the person that was going to be your family 
um, all of, like, I don't have kids. I don't, you know, all of my family for the most part is in Texas. Yeah. And so I still consider Texas home. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about family and, uh, you know, and, and this will take us really into the friendship part, but family becomes the people around you yeah. wherever you are, you know, and I mean, we don't have to talk about that yet, but yeah, my family being away from them, it was definitely, that was tough. And Rich and I did the back and forth thing too, until I finally got to come back up here. Yeah. And then now it's like, we were married for a year and now we finally get to live together as a newly married couple. Uh, so it's been great. Yeah. So what advice for, because both of you could, uh, being separated like that, like what would be your advice to those young uh, servicemen, women that like maybe they're trying to get married, they're separated still, like, uh, and, and they haven't established that household yet. Like what do you, what advice would you give them? I would say you have to have common ground somewhere, you know, uh-huh. uh, when you do talk to each other on the phone, it, it can so quickly become, Hey, what are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? And it's, it's, it's like, okay, if we're not going to talk about anything, why are we even talking on the phone? So, right. um, maybe both of you read the same book at the same time or something, and then you have something to talk about, or at wow. least, um, maybe during the week, maybe when you can't go back and forth on the weekends, maybe it's a lot further than either what Aaron and I were able to travel back and forth. Right. Um, having a date night, you know, watch a movie together or, or something Yeah. Uh, because it can so easily become just really mundane and I won't say boring, but when you're talking to each other on the phone and you're just, listening to each other breathe. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. I, I would, I would add to that and say that, um, you know, be, be for this young service man or woman, uh, that's, that's probably going through a long distance relationship is, you know, learning from my mistake, you know, <laughs> over my 20 plus year career is yeah. when you are away, be, try to be a, a good listener or a better listener than you mm-hmm. are, uh, a, a talker, if that yeah. makes sense. Uh, listen to what your your significant other is you know telling you more than you are trying to give advice yeah and i say that hindsight 2020 because you know i may not have been the best listener at 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 some some points in time you know yeah that that tends to happen though uh Mm -hmm. you're, you're probably like me you're probably a fixer so like, uh, you're just yes. going to take action on things. So like, I, I know when I was separated from the wife and she would tell me something, you know, it'd be like, Oh, I, I'm, I'll take care of it immediately or I'll, I'll do it or whatever, you know, especially if somebody messed with her or whatever. Right. You know, uh, being that overprotective individual, but always uh, trying to fix something, even though it, it may or may not be broke, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she would always get mad at me and be like, I just need you to listen. I don't need you. to." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got that talk a lot. I still get that talk. So, although I, I think I've gotten better over time, it's only taken what almost twenty eight years now. Oh wow! Uh, for us to figure that out, or for me to figure that out, she already knew. She knew all along. Yeah, yeah. she always does. What, what, what's that saying that, that there's a reason men or women live longer than men? Oh uh, what? Because because they, they listen. Yeah, yeah. I mean that makes sense. Yeah, 
kind of a little, a little quick to action sometimes. But yeah, both of you yeah, heard good it. advice on that. You know, I, I that's yeah. awesome, especially the the date night thing. I didn't even think about that. Anything like that? That's pretty smart. Or reading a book together. You know, mm -hmm. uh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I heard Stacy say something about uh, you know, she not really going into friendship yet, but but kind of you know, your friends kind of become family at some point or another too, because. Yeah. You know, going back to, you know, my time on active duty and times when I was deployed and, you know, your family finding close friends that, that supported each other while you were gone kind of mm. kind of helps with that as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Being able to establish that, uh, uh, I guess, friend, family connection type of deal, right? So well, somebody yeah. to support each other. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's very important, you know. And a lot of times, a service member doesn't feel it because we get to go to work and hang out and you know do stupid things together, or whatever. So we're not feeling it as much as the the family is feeling it. Right. Andrew, another thing that I'll say with family, yeah, is. You know, a lot of times people say, oh, hug, hug your loved one so tight. And most of the time people say that if they've lost a loved one or something oh, yeah. and they say, yeah. you never know how much time you have. So make sure that you you just hug them tight and tell them you love them and all this. And especially in the job that I'm doing now where mm -hmm. I'm I spend my days with families grieving the loss of a loved one. And it is it is just so true. You just family is so important so even if you're having disagreements or um you know arguments or whatever the case may be always coming back around to rectify that and because really that's the only family that you you have well when we talk in terms of genetics you know yeah that's the only family you're born with and so often you hear oh i'm not talking to my mom like what yeah. why why would you not do that and I, I get it that there are just these circumstances that are really beyond anything that I could fathom of these relationships that people have with their parents or siblings or, or what have you. But uh, if, if you have regular working relationships with your family, just foster an environment of communication, of forgiveness, of being kind and caring and, and, letting them know how you feel. And I think a big thing for me is um, a lot of times when you see, oh man, you'll just, you'll never know how much I love you. And it's like, why, why won't you know? Tell them, show them. So they do know how much you love them. And I, I, I know that that's just a saying that people say like, oh, I just can't express. You'll never know how much I love you. Like, make sure they know how much you love them. And I think that's so important for the time that we have with them the time that we don't have with them, like if we're separated, you know, but yeah. still being able to let them know uh, the importance that they have in your life and how much you value that relationship with them. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, my wife and I, a long time ago, we established that we'll never say goodbye to one another. So we, at the end of our conversation, whether it's on the phone or whether I'm leaving for work or whatever the case is, uh, we end with, I love you. So, you know, give each other a hug, a kiss, and say, I love you, and then we part ways so we don't say goodbye. Uh, so yeah. that way we, 
Never Say Goodbye, right? Yeah, that's the song. So, yeah, but that's, that's kind of one of the things that we would do. So, uh, so when we talk about family, right, you have that immediate family, right? The family that you live with or that is like a spouse and, and children and, and that immediate family. Uh, but then you also have, like you were saying, the family you grew up with, right? Like for you back in Texas, me back in Oklahoma, Oklahoma's better. But uh, <laughs> uh, just throw that out there. Uh, and then, you know, like Aaron back in Arkansas, Oklahoma's better. And uh, I say that with all love. Uh, or as Stacy would say, it's North Texas. Right? <laughs> I don't know what. what I guess, Aaron, it, what I guess it could be. I guess it could be the tri state area, right? <laughs> <laughs> the I, new tri state area. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be. I mean, all three states touch, right? That's true. Yep. Yeah. That's a good deal. Uh, I'm, I'm willing family. to bet we probably all grew up probably within, you know, a five-hour radius of each other, but yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, I don't know. Texas is pretty big. I don't know. Yeah, I'm from down south. What What part? Houston. Houston. Oh, well, yeah. It's only about, well, about six hours to Houston yeah. from where I grew up. Yeah, it's not not too too bad. No. I lived in Arkansas too, Aaron. Oh really? See, we didn't have that conversation. <laughs> oh, she was hiding it from you. Yeah. I went to kindergarten and first grade in Mariana, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Down south. <laughs> Mariana? Yep. Are you kidding me? Yep. I think Mariana, my dad lived there for a while. It's oh wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a small world after all. <laughs> so, so my dad, he uh, he was in Arkansas, and that's where he grew up, and and you know uh, all of his family was there and stuff. Uh, it, let's just say he got into some trouble, and uh, he jumped the state line. So that's how he he ended up in Oklahoma. Why does it not surprise me? Some <laughs> some young man from Arkansas getting in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, so he jumped the jumped the uh, state line so they wouldn't get arrested, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then he met my mom, and then you know it was downhill from there. Because right? I say downhill because they had me, so you know that's how it works. Um, but yeah, so family back home very important, right? And I know I I fail uh, a lot with this is trying to stay in contact with them and. I'm not the greatest at it, and and I know my mom's shape, probably shaking her head when she hears this, but, uh, you know, that's something that I should be able to do better with. Uh, I, my wife does fantastic. She texts and and calls her sisters and her mom. that they're, They constantly are talking and stuff like that, and I, I just don't. Um, it, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a man. I have no idea, uh, but I need to do better with that. But I, it's very important. Yeah, I, I'm probably uh, in that same boat as, as you are, Andrew. Uh, I need to do better about calling that family. My, I guess you could say extended family. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, my wife's great at it. Her and her sisters and her mom, they talk almost pretty much every day. I yeah. know her and her sisters have this thing going. Uh, and I wouldn't call it a competition, but it's like they're – I don't know how many days now straight that they've communicated with each other, but oh wow, uh, 
they're real good. Majority of my family is is in Arkansas, but they're kind of scattered throughout Arkansas. So yeah. it's it's one of those things, and y'all know as well. It's like when you're on active duty and you go and leave and you go back home, it's like you have to travel, you know, two to three hours in each direction to see everybody. And yeah. it's mm-hmm. just traveled maybe, you know, anywhere from, well, when we were in California, we flew. So basically you spend yeah. the day traveling uh, and you don't really want to get out and drive all the time. And in East coast, we typically drove home. So yeah. that drive was anywhere from, you know, 15 to 20 hour drive, depending on, how the kids did, you know, Yeah, but, but absolutely it's, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you want to get to see everybody. So, you know, you haven't seen them in years or maybe haven't talked to them in weeks, months, maybe even possibly years. So, but you definitely, uh, think about, I think about them, you know, all the time. And I'll tell you, social media has actually made Mm -hmm. things a little bit easier to communicate with them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the best, but you still at least get to communicate with them, you know? Yeah, it, it's kind of a reminder because something will pop up every now and again. You see it and you're like, oh, hey, and then, you you know, you shoot a message or you, you reply or something like that. And it's, it's kind of one of those quick reminders of uh, get off your butt and talk to somebody type of deal. Yeah, that, that that's actually what actually reminds me sometimes is something will pop up and, and I'll be like, oh, well, let me call them. And then I'll call them, yeah. you know, talk for a few hours, you know? Yeah, yeah. What about you, Stacy? So, do you stay uh, pretty in contact with everybody back home? Yeah, you know, I was gonna say we have this app called Marco Polo, and every day, just and they can watch it whenever they want, or they can watch it as it's going live. Yeah. Um, and you'll get like a notification, like, "Oh, Lynn is talking" or whatever. So we have this like a group, Marco Polo that I have with my sisters yeah. and I have three sisters. So we'll all get on there and it's kind of like, it'll just be most of the time. It's just nonsense. You know, we're yeah. just complaining about traffic or every day we'll get on. And it's like, good morning girls. Uh, <laughs> my sister, she says, happy Wednesday. If, you know, or we'll say the temperature here is whatever. Cause my one sister is in Texas. Well, two sisters are in Texas, one's in Iowa, and then, of course, I'm here. So, yeah, uh, yeah, but that's pretty much a daily thing. We get on there and do Marco Polo, and it has been um, a great way to stay in touch. So if anybody needs, I'm, you I'm, know. I'm pretty sure the one in Iowa is probably frozen by now. Cause you know, she blast. would be, except actually today is her birthday. So happy birthday, hey, Shirley. Happy birthday. She is on a cruise. So oh, she's somewhere in the Bahamas right now, I think. So. Yeah, I mean, if you're living up up in that area in Iowa, yeah, going on a cruise right now sounds pretty good. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. like going to visit Florida in general would be pretty good. Uh, so you know, seems like it. I don't mind sleeping on a couch. Just throw that out there. Yeah. Well, there's always a fire on TV. <laughs> I like it. Oh, man. But, yeah, you bring a good point about the social media stuff. That's uh, social media. And then what did you call that app? The Marco Polo. Marco Polo app. Uh, that's, yeah, it's that's free. Fantastic. I think there's a pay version, too, but we don't pay for that. But, yeah, the, yeah. you know, it's just a great way to just chit-chat and uh, just kind of keep things relevant. But 
you know, going along the lines of seeing stuff on social media that make make somebody think of you or something. Mm-hmm. I am um, a huge fan, and I know I need to do it more often, but if you have just a random thought about somebody doing something, take that opportunity when you think of that mm-hmm. to shoot them a message or give them a call or something. Maybe you don't have time for a phone call, but a quick message like, hey, uh, remember that time we did this and just thinking yeah. about you, hope everything's okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, you know, one, one thing I do with social media is, uh, you know, Facebook, it, it tells you when everybody's birthday is mm-hmm. and, and I don't, and okay, everybody's gonna get mad at me. I don't get on it where everybody can see it and say happy birthday. Cause the second you do that, it's like, oh, well you told that person happy birthday, but you can tell me happy birthday and everybody gets butthurt about it. So I just shoot, you know, private messages on their birthday. Hey, happy birthday, yeah. you know, whatever. And and I, that has been amazing for people contact, like having a conversation. Like you, you shoot a message, they say thanks, whatever. And then kind of a conversation starts. Hey, what have you been up to? And then it kind of unfolds from there. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it stays up, sometimes it doesn't. But that's a pretty quick way for me to uh, stay in contact with friends and family and stuff. So it's it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. Andrew and I'll go ahead and throw something kind of funny out there. Yeah, yeah. My family. So my my grandmother. I actually I call her nanny. She's my my mother's mom. Okay. She actually if if if, if that clock strikes noon and I have not called her on her birthday, she uh, calls me. Oh really? <laughs> well, you haven't called me yet on my birthday, and yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting ready to. So. That's funny. But it just. You mentioning that made me think of her, so I'm, yeah. you know, I'll have to call her tomorrow. She's you better send her a message. Yeah, you better. Absolutely. Man, she'll, she'll Absolutely. get on you. You know, she's from Arkansas. She ain't going oh, yeah. to play around. Well, yeah, I've had my butt whooped a few times by her. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you deserved it, though. It was, it was the switch I picked, and let's just say I wasn't smart in the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. I picked the wrong switch. Did you get the one with thorns? <laughs> well, I got the smallest one, thinking it wouldn't hurt. Oh yeah, no, it, it still yeah, it was a bad decision. <laughs> My dad told me one time. He says, "Hey boy, go out there and pick a switch." Yep. And I was like, because he didn't have his belt on. And I was like, dang. So I went out, and there was a thorn bush, and I was like, there is no way that he's going to spank me with a thorn bush, right? Like a switch from that. And I come back and I handed it to him, smiling, thinking, yeah, he's he's not going to do anything. And he grabbed it and looked at it and he said, boy, you shouldn't have done that. And he grabbed my arm and missed wearing me out. <laughs> I learned my lesson. I didn't ever bring him a thorn switch again. <laughs> yeah, that's an Arkansas boy for you right there. Yep. Yeah. We had, I had a stepdad who had a paddle with holes drilled in it. And there were five of us kids, so we would have to line up. <laughs> Next one, move forward, bend over, touch your toes. Next one, move forward, bend over, touch your toes. Man, I tell you what. Did he go oldest to youngest? What did he do? Yeah. Yeah. We all just lined up. Man, it was horrible. But uh, then as we got older, you know, it was well, – <laughs> this has taken a glimpse into the – the weirdness that I grew up with, but when I had a different stepdad, <laughs> <laughs> it's all that one took a, that stuff. one took a slightly different approach. Yeah. And when we got in trouble, he would make us 
uh, sit in a circle and hold hands and stare Whoa. at each other. Huh. Yeah, that was almost worse than just getting a whipping. <laughs> yeah, because you get a yeah, whipping. Yeah, in the situations where I got in trouble, I didn't even want to look at the person I got in trouble with because because <laughs> it was no it, there was no singling out and whooping one of you. It was all of them. Yeah, right. it didn't matter who did it. All of you yeah. got in trouble. Group punishment. Did y'all ever have to wear those? Have you seen those shirts that they put on the two kids if two kids are fighting and they just put one giant shirt on the kids? Yeah, I never had to do that. Yeah, Yeah, I never had to do that either. It seems genius, though. Yeah, it is. I will say that my dad, whenever I was growing up, it it didn't matter who, like, if anybody come over to my house, it did not matter if they were, like, my dad knew their parents or not. didn't matter. If we did something stupid, that person got a spanking, too. It was like whoever's there gets a spanking. <laughs> we, so, yeah, you know, it, he he didn't care. Like, whatever. You but know, to, can you imagine that, doing that today? You know, oh, oh my gosh, you would be in jail. Yeah, so that, that's what I wanted to say, Andrew. Is like you know, different times. It was kind of how we grew up, and you know, to the point of family. It was almost like we were all family. Yeah. We all got in trouble. <laughs> it, wasn't, right. it wasn't singling us out. You know, one person didn't get picked on. Like, we picked on each other, right? You know, yeah. brothers, sisters, cousins, whatever. But when it came to getting in trouble, we all got in trouble together. It wasn't, yeah. okay, you, you screwed up. And, and you know, I kind of see nowadays where some kids are, you know, it, it seems like, and because I, I don't want to, step into other people's households and i and i don't but it <laughs> seems like some households you know some kids get in trouble some don't yeah. and you can kind of tell the ones that don't get in trouble end up typically continuing to get in trouble for your life yeah uh, not, not having, only that the, one, or the having ones mental that... issues whenever it comes time when they're faced with uh adversity yeah 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 and, and the ones that did like did get in trouble they did you know get held accountable for stuff you know, you fast forward in life and typically that those individuals are what much more resilient mm-hmm. and able to uh, get through things. Uh, yep. Whereas the, the ones that were coddled, not so much. They, you know, they break down the, the first time something negative happens to them. Yeah. Which, I mean, tying that, like I said, tying that all to family is that that's what I think the importance of family is for is yep. to to ensure that happens to the you know, for the children growing up through life. And even, even after you become a young adult, still being there in, in kind of a supportive role. And and to be honest with you if, you, if you do something stupid, you know, you don't want your family saying, oh, it'll be okay. You didn't do anything wrong. This, that, and the other. Instead, grab me by the freaking, by the collar and say, look, this is where you screwed up. Fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not, excuse me, not just family, but, you know, it, when we talk about friends that, you know, yes. Yeah, I hope you know, like if I'm doing something stupid that both of you are going to give me a call and let me know that I'm doing something stupid. Uh, and, and you have, you know, when we work together, you know, you come in and be like, eh, yeah, that's probably a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I, trust me. Oh, that gotta, time you know, we ran through medical. Yeah, uh, but it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, just put that in context for everybody. So, uh, I decided I, uh, the boss, the chief warrant officer, CEO, was not around, and uh, I was leading this formation, and I thought, you know what, let's just go and 
different direction. We won't do our normal route and we'll just go to see what's happening. Uh, so we went to one of the, the smaller exchange or whatever it's called there next to the uh, where we work. We ran inside formation, ran inside singing cadence, and then we ran back out. Uh, and then we ended up, we went over to the main exchange, uh, hit the main exchange. Then we hit the commissary, uh, mm -hmm. ran in there. And then we ran down to medical and ran into medical and on the quarter deck, mind you, only the very front. We didn't run through the entire building, uh, but ran in, circled out, left. Uh, needless to say, medical personnel were not real pleased that a formation <laughs> ran through their building. Uh, well, that must have happened after I left because that would have been hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> when you were still supposed to wear a mask going into medical. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to have masks and we did not. Yeah, that's right. And I remember the next day uh, getting a phone call from, I think it was a senior chief over there or chief, something like that. And they're like, hey, uh, is that your unit that ran through the the medical building? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, uh, did you guys get approval to do that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, who approved that? And I was like, I did. I did. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, I was leading the formation. And I said, let's go to medical and motivate him a little bit. And uh, he starts laughing because he, uh, he, he was a corpsman with the, the Marines. So yeah. he thought it was funny. And he's like, yeah, I think it's really hilarious. But don't do it again because everybody else here hated it. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. Uh, needless to say, the boss was very, uh, you know, uh, direct. <laughs> with me and saying you will not go to these places and do these things <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> that was a good time that was fun yeah and i'm pretty sure stacy you and robert uh wouldn't go inside you you hung we did not go inside we were That's like right. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah you were plausible deniability i didn't go it wasn't me you know even we after left we left medical we were like oh yeah Look, go MagTaf! Go, go MagTaf! <laughs> Y'all were picking up the struggles, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make people think it wasn't the school of music that just ran yeah. through medical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. So, and and so we were speaking, or I was going into friends, right? So friends, very important. And, and holding friends accountable is, I think, what I was talking about. But... Uh, that that is one of those core things that I think is incredibly important. You know, you got to have friends that are going to tell you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. Uh, and and I'll be honest, being on the receiving end, it's it's not pleasant all the time. Uh, but I'd much rather somebody tell me if I'm being a turd. You know, that way I can fix it. Yeah, oh, and for I, sure. Uh, go ahead, go ahead Aaron. <laughs> well, I was going to say, and and you know be that friend that you know if you're going to tell somebody that be there to help them you know get through it and i'm not saying you know something simple or whatever but you know if 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 you're the friend you see somebody doing something wrong maybe they're doing something the wrong way and they just don't know you know yeah. what i mean um be there to to teach them and kind of help coach them through you know whatever that situation may be um even if it's there, you know, like I said, with family, even if it's just there to listen, you know, 
that's a good point. Yeah, I was just going to say I think that's a good point, Aaron, because so often when people say, if you're going to come to me with a problem, make sure you have a solution. Right, and right. I think that goes to the same as if you're going to go to your friend and tell them this, that, and the other thing, how, like you're doing this wrong. Well, what, what, what are you, what's your advice? What, what's your opinion? How can I fix it? Right. Uh, what better direction can I go? And then check in with them after the fact. I, my, my best friend who I mentioned last time is why she's my best friend, because she'll tell me not just what I want to hear. She is telling me when I'm being unreasonable or when I'm thinking about things from, a, you know, uh, an altered perspective. Um, and she's so good about that. She will just be straight up with me. And that is definitely what I appreciate about her. But um, one of the, the endearing qualities about her is she remembers these things and she'll check in with um, just whatever it is, you know, yeah. Hey, you know, you said last week that your neck was hurting. How, how's that going? Did you, have you, did you call the doctor or just something so simple like that, but she'll always remember to follow up. And I, I only strive to be like that because it's just really something that's important. Um, I mean, you can connect that back to leadership when it's yeah. talking about getting to know your people. And if they've expressed something to you, a concern or a fear or whatever, checking back with them later on to find out uh, how that's been going. And and I think it's, it's so hard. Sometimes you get so wrapped up in your own life that you forget to just check in with those people about the things. Maybe you gave somebody some advice or maybe you um, maybe they told you about something and and you just want to see how it's going. So just remember. Yeah, that's a good point. I And I have a hard time with that. Uh, sometimes if I don't write it down, I don't remember it. Uh, I try my best, but it doesn't always happen. And, you know, I, I I mean, sometimes I'm good at it. Sometimes I'm not. But I I should be better with that. And I think everyone should at least try to be, you know, when you're listening to somebody, listen to the things that maybe aren't being said necessarily and check back yeah. on those things, you know, and that I think that's an important lesson. Yeah, that's a good point, Andrew, is, uh, you know, some of the things, like you said, that are not being said, just some of the actions of that person, you know, mm -hmm. and, and how they're acting and oh, yeah. uh, following up with that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, learn a lot, like uh, paying attention to the individual and, and, you know, if you know how they are on a regular basis and, and you mm -hmm. have that rapport with them, then if they're off a little bit, then, you know, that's that's a indicator saying, hey, something's up. You know, just taking the time to talk to them. Yep. I was just sharing a story uh, recently with someone who that, that exact thing happened. Mm -hmm. And if you know uh, Terry, well, it was Terry Kapetsky, but Terry Talbot yep. now, and I'll, I'll name drop her. She yep. is just so fantastic. Just the sweetest, most kind-hearted person you'll ever meet. Yeah, for sure. Uh, she had been gone for a while she was out doing some training um this is when we were both she and i were both stationed at the school of music together okay. she had been gone for a couple of weeks out of some training and now we're back together and we're just chit-chatting catching up and she asked me are you okay is everything going okay and i was like yeah it's, everything's great everything's good and 
during the course of our conversation, probably about three times, she asked me if yeah. everything was okay. And finally, I was like, okay, she, she must be on to me. She must know something. Whereas I thought I was just being totally normal. I was being regular, you know, and she just knew. And so she, she just didn't give up and she kept asking me. And so finally, I had to spill my guts. And uh, I just, I'm so thankful to her for paying attention and yeah. just knowing so i think that's a good point seeing between the lines yeah yeah she's a she's a fantastic fantastic individual uh we need to i need to get her on to do a my veteran story because i i'm sure she's got some uh some good advice and and stuff but uh yeah she's always been able to like be able to pay attention to the small things uh mm -hmm. you know and i'm i'm not good at that all the time uh, but yeah she was very good at it great people She's moving up here soon. What? Yeah. What? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, her know. and her husband, Mr. Steve Talbot. Yeah. They'll be coming here. Soon to be Captain Talbot. Soon to be Captain, yeah. Yeah. They're moving to the D.C. Are they going to Quantico or where? No, he'll be at the Pentagon. Oh, he's going to be at the Pentagon, huh? Is he taking over uh, as the head? Uh, that I don't know. I don't exactly know hey, what. Hey, get out of here, dog. <laughs> yeah, you're too loud. Sorry. Huh. Mine are here just honked out and joined the fire. Yeah, I know, right? You'd think a fire would put a dog right to sleep. Apparently not. And my mic is going to pick it all up. Did you guys hear that? No. I think I heard some fingernails. You hear him snorting? And I'm not sure if you can hear it in the background here, but I heard my wife and daughter in there talking and went there to tell my daughter to keep it down a little bit. But <laughs> apparently, <y> all, <laughs> all right, that's enough, dog. <laughs> He's over here snorting like a pig. Little, little French bulldog, you know. They have yeah. issues with that. Um, okay, for, so friends, that, uh, tell, tell me about friends. What do you guys think? What's the important stuff? I guess really just, you know, to the point we've been talking, you know, um, you know, stay in contact with your friends, you know, um, Andrew, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but, um, the group of guys that came to my retirement that I pretty much hadn't seen since like 2003, <laughs> um, we were all stationed at eighth and I up there where, where Stacy's yeah. at, we're all stationed up there together. Um, uh, but you know, it, if they hadn't have showed up to my retirement, it literally would have just been my immediate family. And then a, a good friend of mine, retired Lieutenant Colonel Rob Dye, uh, who's an Alabama fan and, and alone, we won't hold it against him, but, yeah, yeah. um, you know, I, you know, even though I've kind of put it out there as a ceremony, you know, they showed up. I mean, I knew they were going to show up because they, they, they jumped on a group chat together and was like, hey, let's go up there to, to Aaron's retirement, this, that, and the other. And I was just so grateful for them to do that, you know, and, I, and we hadn't seen each other. We stayed in contact, but we haven't seen each other since, you know, 2003. And then fast forward almost 20 years later and they show up to, to my yeah. retirement. So, you know, to me, that that was very thoughtful on their part and, you know. I'm not one of those people that need that type of emotional support, but there are people out there that, 
that need their friends to reassure them that they care. And, yeah. you know, that's kind of one example that I can give that, that kind of shows, hey, they cared enough about me to not talk to me for 20 years or see me in person for 20 years and then yeah. show up at my retirement. And we had a good time and we keep planning uh, more meetups, but we just haven't made it happen yet. But I yeah. know it, at some point we will. Yeah, and that's it's difficult sometimes, you know. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's all schedule related, you know. Somebody's yeah. got you know, family things going on when others are available and vice versa, but. Right. But yeah, that's, I mean, it's very important. It's, it's funny how sometimes you don't know the, the, um, the impact that you may have on somebody or somebody has on you. Uh, well, I guess you would know if it impact was on you personally, but what I mean is you don't always know when, you know, that impact is going to be there. So it, it could be somebody that, um, maybe you're not super close with, but you were, you know, you were friends with and you're honest with them and, you know, you had a good relationship or whatever. Uh, and come to find out years and years later, you know, it, they'll reach back out to you. I've had, I've had Marines reach out to me. I'm like, Whoa, Holy cow. I didn't expect that at all. Uh, yeah. which is pretty cool. You know? Nope, I got no, you. No, I'm here. Oh, okay. I thought I was by myself again. <laughs> I thought I was uh, having this whole whole thing in my head, and I uh, was answering myself. But, but yeah, I, I mean, friends, like, just take like uh, our little crew, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, we call it the Niplock crew, but our little crew together. Uh, I mean, to me, like, I could be wrong, and you guys correct me if I am. But to me, like it's pretty awesome to have a group that we can, you know, joke with and, and just, you know, if we're having an issue or whatever, be able to go to uh, at a moment's notice and be yeah. able to get advice uh, or be able to just hear, you know, hear or see, because we do text a lot, but see, you know, interactions with other people, which I know lifts my spirits. I, I'll be sitting on my couch and you guys send some crazy thing and I start cracking up laughing and my wife's like, what in the world? And I, so I have to show her too. <laughs> But, uh, you know, so I, I think mean, one, of the, one of the most unique things was for the short period of time that I was with y'all there, yeah. um, you know, you and I were together about two years. I mean, I got there mm -hmm. a little bit before you, yeah. um, but you came in right after, you know, what, a month or two after I did. And yeah, about that. It was almost like we had served somewhere else before, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same thing with Stacy and Rob when they got there and it was mm -hmm. like, it very rarely do you go into a unit where you, well, I guess with, with y'all, it's kind of similar with, with me and my community. We kind of know everybody, but we typically work with in the operations section or future plans or, right. or whatever section we're working in. We, we don't typically know who we are and it takes a really long time to get used to those people and, and kind of be able to communicate back and forth. Like, like us, uh, us four did. Yeah. But it was almost like we had served together before and we worked together. I mean, it was, you know, I was comfortable coming over to y'all and talking to y'all about MAGTAF stuff. And, you know, same thing with y'all coming over uh, to us and, and talking to us. Yeah, so. definitely. I think it's so important to have groups like that that you can go to. Uh, yeah. it just, you know, as they say, 
the the higher up you go, the smaller your the smaller the circle has to become, you know, and I think uh, having a group like that that we can go to if there are questions, because I for sure don't know everything, even though, you know, here I am about to get promoted. Uh, no, you know. There are definitely a lot of questions all the time. And so having some uh, other great minds to bounce Ooh. things off of and kind of sanity check. I yeah. think is is really important. Yeah. Stacy, when you learn everything, it's time to retire. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was all good. hell. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's right, Stacy. When you learn everything, then you. Can but yeah, never stop learning, right? <laughs> that's good stuff. Oh man. Well, hey, uh, is there anything else you guys want to? want to discuss we've been on here for about 50 minutes uh and it's gone by pretty quick uh but is there anything else you want to talk about or say no I think uh, just I have, yeah no, my ahead. last thought would just be when you think about them send something whether that's uh hey how i'm just thinking about you hope you're okay just something that small can just really brighten someone's day that's a good point Absolutely. I, I agree with it. And uh, I'll just, you know, y'all keep my sanity in check uh, on the, you know, with the daily messages and, and <laughs> a lot of them are funny memes, but still, you know, it's, it's the constant communication that uh, 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 I guess allows people to, to move and grow throughout society. Uh, we are social creatures, right? So yeah. whether it's friends or family, it's, it's always good to, continue to communicate um and i look forward to next month almost uh almost a month away a little over a month away coming up there and, and visiting you know, for your retirement that's crazy yeah it was like yesterday i was like i can't do it anymore i'm dropping papers and uh and it's a month away you know <laughs> it's amazing how fast it goes it, it is and then after it goes even faster. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> it's going to be a one heck of a party, though. So be ready to party it up and uh, have a good time. So. All right. And again, Andrew, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah. Us having us on. Yeah. 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 yeah and hopefully yeah. next time we can get Rob on here. I know. I know. It's like pulling teeth. Oh, I got stuff to do. It's like he's trying not to be our friend or something. Hopefully he listens to this and hears. Oh no, no, he don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like that. I like that. He All has right, to be awesome. our friend no matter what. Right. What's that? I said he has to be our friend no matter what. That's right. Whether he wants to or not, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, if if anyone stuck around this long listening to us uh, ramble about craziness. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, and I guess we'll see you on the next Fireside Chat. Stay motivated. Change your socks. <laughs>